Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Cote, Scott Cagle, Monica Seats Vega, and Ben and Noel Bruning. B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family and the Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fichas de la Torres. I am your host, your post host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mad Tea Party in its original 1955 location. You can see the Mickey Mouse Club Theater in the back. In the upper right-hand corner of the postcard, you can see an old ticket booth and the entrance to Dumbo the Flying Elephant. On the back it reads, Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Spinning cups and saucers delight guests as they take a ride at the Mad Hatter's Tea Party in Fantasyland, home of Snow White, Mr. Toad, Casey Jr., Alice in Wonderland, and many others. It's postmarked August 17, 1961, with an Anaheim cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp. Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, August 16, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 81 and a low of 64. Park attendance that day was 33,165. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. George Peters of Kenmore, New York. It reads, Hi there, we're at Disneyland. Boy, some fabulous place. Had a nice trip, but hot. Watching a band concert now, Chuck and Edith. Although not seen on this postcard, the shadow of King Arthur's carousel can be seen creeping in from the right-hand side of the card, which is fitting as the carousel would eventually move from its original 1955 position to where the teacups lived from opening day until fall of 1982. The most famous story about Walt Disney and the carousel is the story of how he would take his daughters to Griffith Park to ride the carousel on Sundays. On these daddy-daughter days, Walt would sit on a park bench while his girls would ride around and around. This started Walt on having the idea to have his own amusement park, which grew into the theme park known as Disneyland. Walt knew he wanted a carousel for Disneyland, and asked Ross Davis, the owner and operator of the Griffith Park Carousel, to help him acquire one. Ross found a Denzel Carousel Company carousel for sale in Canada. This carousel was built in 1922 and is now one of the four Denzel Carousels in California. One of the problems with the carousel was the horses. Walt wanted the horses to be jumpers. This meant that the mechanics would have to run and allow all four horses in the row to move, and all of them to have their feet in a jumping position, all hooves on the ground looking like they were leaping forward. When it arrived, the outer ring horses were standers, which originally remained stationary as the rest of the horses would bob up and down. Some of the standers survived and were converted to jumpers by replacing their legs with new jumping legs. There were also cats, giraffes, and other animals, plus there were a few chariots that guests could sit on and enjoy the attraction. Walt wanted horses, so the other animals were removed, and the chariots were upcycled and used as seating for the Casey Jr. attraction. 
More horses were acquired from storage at Coney Island and Whitney's Playland in San Mateo, California. Currently, the attraction has 72 jumping horses and one long chariot bench. Well, you missed the 40% off sale at Enfield Post. Don't worry, the shop will be back open in March. I was able to place an order before the sale ended and will be sharing the stamps on Instagram as soon as I get them. Remember on March 1st to head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Disneyland band in red uniforms playing a song on King Arthur's Carousel. You can see the trombone, trumpet, and clarinet players riding three white horses and Sleeping Beauty Castle in the background. On the back it reads, King Arthur Carousel. The Disneyland band delights in cutting capers on the colorful mounts of King Arthur's Carousel in Fantasyland. It's postmarked July 21, 1978 with an orange California cancel and a 10-cent Jefferson Memorial postage stamp, Scott number 1510. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, July 20th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 85 and a low of 60. It's addressed to a Ms. Pat Baker of Baltimore, Maryland. It reads, Hi, Pat. We are coming home for a visit sometime around December. Sorry I haven't written in so long. I'm so busy with my real estate right now. I take my state exam on July 28th. Say a prayer for me that I pass it. Everyone tells me how hard it is. We are moving to beautiful Lake Tahoe in the end of August. We've got a place right now on the lake. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Love and peace, Kathy and Don. Originally, carousels were manually or horse-driven. Then, steam-powered engines were used, and eventually they were gas or electric. The electric system that King Arthur's carousel uses eventually broke one of the main gears in the machine. The gear could not easily be replaced, but luckily, Disneyland's neighbor, Knott's Berry Farm, also had a Denzel carousel. When the Knott's carousel was delivered, some of the gears were missing, and Bud Hulpert, the right designer and owner of Knott's, had researched and made the gears. He was able to send his patterns and instructions to the Disney Imagineers, who then took the plans and made replacement parts. The attraction was back up and running after a few days. Although the horses on the front of this postcard are white, the original horses were an array of different colors. The horses were painted in 1975 by Imagineers Kim Irvine and John Hench, who painted the horses the Arctic white we still see today. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. This week I was able to catch the Monday ATD, which was hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. He was finishing a coloring page, and moved on to color in a postcard of Mickey Mouse that I had sent him. I also learned that there will be a stamp show near me in August. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has Donald Duck wearing a bomber jacket and a scarf, holding onto a World War II plane, with his feet skidding on the water. In the background, you can see the Golden Gate Bridge. Below the image reads, The Walt Disney Studios and World War II, the Walt Disney Family Museum. It's postmarked from Oakland, California, although the date did not properly stamp, with a Golden Age Wonder Woman Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5152. It reads, Postcard well received. Thank you. All is well here. 
I went to this World War II exhibit and picked up this card for you. Keep sharing your vintage photos and postcards. I love them. Peace to you in 2022, Tom, at Disney Turntable. Thank you so much, Tom, for the postcard. I was inspired by this postcard to visit the Walt Disney Family Museum on the last weekend of its World War II exhibit. Coincidentally, I ran into Tom, who was there to visit as well. One of the most interesting postcard-related stories in the exhibit was about a prisoner of war camp who sent a postcard to the Disney Studios for an insignia. The Disney artist had been creating emblems for different divisions. In fact, Hank Porter designed most of the 1,300 made for the troops. The postcard sent included a design of Donald Duck stuck in a jail cell with the phrase, I wanted wings underneath. There's a photo in the book, Disney During World War II, that shows Walt holding up the finished artwork that looked close to what was on the postcard. Donald behind bars, drumming his fingers, above him reads, Stalag Luft III, and below, I wanted wings. They were not able to make cloth patches in time, but sent copies of the artwork to the prisoner of war camp, Stalag III, in a Red Cross provisions package. I was so glad I stopped by the exhibit the day before it closed to learn this amazing postcard, Disney, and World War II history. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.